So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And uh, really looking forward to uh, talking about a bit of a dicey one today. Uh, We're talking about the blessings of God and how they correlate with the presence or absence of sexual sin in your own life. And uh, man, I I actually get emotional thinking about the the subject because if I'm being frank, um, this was something I wrestled with pretty much all 15 years that I had an addiction. And um, and so I'm I'll, I'll get into all of that, but uh, before I do, um, we are fast approaching February second, and February second for me is going to mark one year since the release of my book, The Last Relapse. Now I spent a lot of money; I spent over ten grand on this book just to get it done really well. I wanted to create a quality product, uh, something that was going to stand the test of time, and something that was hopefully going to change a lot of people's lives. And initially, the strategy was to sell as many books as possible. You know, that's kind of how you think about, uh, you know, becoming an author. But what I realized is that I don't actually want to do that at all. Uh, What I want to do is I want to make the book as accessible as possible to as many of you as possible. And so we made a quick pivot and we decided to give away the book for free online at thelastrelapsebook.com. This is the blueprint for recovery that has allowed us to help hundreds of men from around the world. And I'd love for you to be part of that. You can get it no cost to you at thelastrelapsebook.com. If you do decide to purchase it instead, maybe you're more of a physical book kind of guy, just know that all proceeds, and if you turn to the front page, it says 10% of sales go to a, a, an orphanage, not an orphanage, sorry, a ministry in Uganda, um, but that number's actually become 100% because our strategy has changed. We're giving away the book for, away the book for free, um, and that's where a majority of our readers are getting it, and so any sales we do make, I just decided, you know what, um, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm being true to my promise to them. And so if you do buy the book, just know the money that you put in, um, Amazon or whoever you buy it from is going to get a percentage. And then the remaining is uh, is going to go to funding the spread of the gospel in Uganda. Um, and it's led by a ministry uh, with a guy I really trust. I actually interviewed him on the podcast uh, probably about a year ago, right around the book launch, if you want to go check it out. So uh, today we're talking about, is God holding back his blessings from you because of your sexual sin? And um, I want to I want to tell a little bit of my story just to contextualize this because I think that'll help you guys to see where I'm coming from. So uh, I was 21 years old. I had given my life to the Lord about a year prior, and I was absolutely on fire. I would go to conferences and seminars, and I was involved in multiple young adult groups and serving on the worship team at my church, leading worship, uh, starting to speak a little bit and preach, and developing that calling and that gifting a little bit and just um just a, a really a euphoric season for me on a spiritual level and this was also the season where i realized how debilitating my porn addiction really was um i i was falling more in love with god every day and i was feeling more and more disqualified 
at the same time because I could not get porn out of my life no matter how hard I tried. Uh, it was one of the weirdest experiences of my life. It was exhilarating. You know, it was thrilling to be growing in my spiritual life and to, to be finding that place with God. And it was terrifying as well just to think that I could get caught, to think that you could have this sort of uh, sold out radical devotion to God, yet somehow you can still have this sin. I, I just thought, I, I thought it would all go away, you know. And so I, I was in this season and I was at our young adults group and um, and the the pastor, I've shared this story on the podcast before actually, but it was, it's was it been a while. Um, but the pastor basically said, uh, we're going to do something different today because typically we would do, you know, uh, 40 minutes to an hour of worship, uh, really long worship sessions, and then he would do a message and that kind of thing. And for the message, he said, we're doing something different today. Uh, everybody come to the front. You know, it was a group of, I don't know, 30 to 40 young adults, ages 18 to 25, we'll call it. And so, you know, we're all like, okay, why are we at the front? And he said, um, you know, we've been doing this series on honesty and transparency, vulnerability. And what we're going to do today is um, I want to give you guys a chance to get some breakthrough. And one of the best ways to get breakthrough is by confessing your sins one to another, as it says in the Bible, um, because in the expression of your sin and confessing it, there's healing power, there's healing grace available to you. And so the mic is right here, and we're just going to pass the mic down. You're just going to take a turn. And what I want you to do is I want you to just confess a sin that you've never confessed before. <laughs> we, like, we were just like gobsmacked, you know. And I actually, I, I don't know if he called us all up before he said it. He, I, I think that might have been unfair. I, I think he actually announced it when we were sitting down. But but the way it was presented, it was kind of like, look, if you really want breakthrough, you this is the thing to do, right? And so so pretty much everybody did. I think there were maybe two or three people who didn't go up, but we were all up there. And I was up there because I'm like, well, I don't want to miss out. Like, I don't want to miss out on on the breakthrough and God's blessings and all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, I, I better admit something. And um I, I I knew in the back of my head I could tell everybody that I'm struggling with porn addiction, but I just didn't feel comfortable doing that. And I felt really guilty about it at the time. And now I just realized that was like, that was my my heart like protecting me in a really healthy way. Um, but at the time, I kind of I kind of felt like I chickened out. But what I said was also true. Um, I said, I'm really afraid that one day I'm gonna realize I did not achieve or or, or accomplish my full potential that God has given me. And I was being discreet about it, but really it was because of my porn addiction that I had that fear. And so I kind of, you know, I was like, God, you know what I mean, and whatever, you know, and that, that was what I was comfortable saying publicly. And I, I was basically wrestling with this concept of like, here I am, I love God, but the Bible's very, very clear that, you know, uh, fornicators and those who commit sexual uh, immorality will not ha- receive an inheritance in the kingdom of God. And um, you know, I was just all, it was what I thought about all the time. I know that God's got a call on my life. I know that, I know that I meant to do great things. And, and if I don't pursue those things, if I'm not willing to, um, to give up pornography, what, what happens, you know, like what, what happens if I don't give, give this up or what happens if I can't kick it? Like, is God going to give me like 80%, but then there's 20% that get held back or, or does God just give you everything, but then you kind of risk getting caught and that's even worse. You know, I was in this constant tension, this constant toil. And um, I'm going to guess that probably one or two of you listening have maybe experienced this as well. And so um, I, I want to answer the question 
And I want to be really direct with you because I believe you guys can handle my directness. But I also want to be really kind about it because this conversation requires kindness. Otherwise, we're not doing anyone any favors. I personally do not subscribe to the, the belief that the purer your character is, the more God will bless you. I really don't believe that. And the main reason I don't believe that is because we see a lot of leaders in the church who are incredibly blessed with influence, with great families, with beautiful ministries, with a far-ranging audience, with lots of money and lots of other resources and, and relationships at their fingertips who fail morally. And if God knew that they were failing morally, we would think that he would not give them those blessings, yet somehow they have them. So the reception of God's blessings is not exclusively decided by our character or our morality. At the same time, it begs the question, what are God's blessings? And I don't, I don't think I can define that for you, uh, but I think for the sake of this conversation, we'll just call it increase, okay? Increase in our calling, increase in whatever area it might be. You know, maybe God's called you to be an engineer or an IT manager, or he's called you to be a doctor or a business owner, right? Um, we're we're going to assume that when we say blessing, we're talking about increase, okay? So we have this, this tenet, which is that there are people who are incredibly blessed who actually turns out they have they have poor character or not enough character to handle what they've received. All right, that's kind of one side of it. On the flip side, uh, the Bible is very clear. You have um, scriptures in Proverbs, Psalms. Uh, Paul has written about how the blessings of God are reserved for the righteous and for the upright. There are certain things that you and I receive because we are righteous. The question becomes, how do you then become righteous? Is it by your behavior? Because we have scriptures like Romans 3 that say we are actually made righteous through faith in Christ Jesus. It is by faith that we are righteous, not by our behavior. So a couple tenets here, right? So uh, there are certain blessings, at least certain blessings, if not all blessings, that are reserved for the upright. I would say certain blessings. Okay, so certain blessings are reserved for the upright. All right. Then we have that to be upright is really a matter of faith, not behavior, not works, right? It is by faith that we are made righteous. Then we have the whole element that no matter how upright we are, it is not necessarily a determinant of how blessed we are. And these three concepts, I suppose, are things that that we really need to think about when we are in recovery, when we are trying to eliminate sexual sin from our life. We have to think long and hard about what these things mean for us, okay? And I'm going to go through each one and try to tie this all together. What I want to say loud and clear to you is that the presence of sexual sin in your life is not going to stop God's blessing because we are made righteous by our faith in Christ Jesus. So if you're if you don't have faith in Christ Jesus, you don't experience that righteousness that only he can provide us. And we know there are certain blessings that are only reserved for the righteous. But on the flip side, we also know that blessings is not conditional upon our behavior. So what that means for you and I is if we do have sexual sin in our lives, it's not going to stop God from blessing us. However, the question is not, will I receive the blessings? The real question is, will you be able to steward them? 
Because when men and women of God fail, what it demonstrates is not, it's not that they didn't have character, right? And for all we know that maybe, maybe they made some small compromises that eventually led to bigger ones. We don't know the story or the journey. But what we know for sure is that they did not have what was required to sustain God's blessing. They had enough to acquire it, but not enough to keep it going. And so for you and I, what it means is the reason that we pursue recovery, the reason that we strive for holiness in our lives, the reason that we flee sexual immorality is because we are longing to not just be people who can experience God's blessing, we want to be people who can steward it. We want to be people who can stand the test of time. That's what this is about. This is about your calling seeing its way to completion. I don't want you to step in your calling for three years and then have a moral failure and lose it all because, you know, you lost all your money in a divorce uh, because you, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe you, you weren't showing up to work, you weren't performing, now you can't pay your bills. And because you can't pay your bills, you're struggling in life, you've lost your sense of purpose, and you feel further and further away from God. These things cannot happen if you're going to become somebody who's able to sustain what God has for you in your life. And so I want to encourage you, my friend, who is listening. You have a call. You have a purpose. That's why this podcast exists. We're going to help you walk in it. And just so you know, we're not going to help you get free so that you can get God's good blessings. We're going to help you get free so that you can steward the incredible things that God has for you because they're coming. And maybe not all of them. I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works. Maybe God does withhold certain things because he knows that, hey, if you get this, it's going to mess you right up. Maybe. But what I do know for sure is that blessings are for the upright and we are made righteous by faith in Christ Jesus. So we are eligible for those blessings, but we do not want to acquire them. That's not the goal. That's like amateur Christianity. Maturity thinks about stewardship. Maturity prioritizes longevity of the blessing of God. And that's the goal. That's what we're after today. So I hope this helps you. And guys, if you want more guidance like this, get your hands on The Last Relapse. It is literally the the best recovery resource I could personally give you. It's our blueprint from A to Z of what's required for you to make a complete recovery. And you can get it free of charge. My gift to all listeners of this podcast at thelastrelapsebook.com. Hey, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon.
The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.